Hey, I'm Paul. And I'm Maddie. And welcome back to the Our Labors of Pod... Uh, wow. Hey, the Our Labors <laughs> of Love podcast, episode three. I'm glad you're here. So I had this like split second. Should I restart? And we just re-record? Nah. We just go. We just go. Just go. It's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. Fine. Everything's fine. Well, hey, welcome back. Glad that you're here. And we're thankful to be doing this for our third episode. Maddie has a very strange looking <laughs> expression on her face right now. And so Sorry. I'm curious about. I think I'm... There's a stink bug. Oh, it's fine. That'll get you. <clears throat> but it's weird because it blended a little bit in with the wood through me. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So. All right. This is a great start. We are so focused. (laughs) Very focused. We're locked in. We're dialed in. And yeah, I am thankful to be doing this, though. Um, Mm -hmm. So we, when we record these, we have done them on Friday or Saturday. Saturday. Saturdays? Well, I don't know, actually. During the day, though. Yeah. And it's nighttime. Yeah. It's bedtime. And that, that doesn't typically... Maddie's not a night person. Mm -mm, I'm not. So... It's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) This should go well. (laughs) It's going to be great. The kids are asleep. We've got a baby monitor that we're monitoring in the event that they wake up are no longer asleep. (laughs) And it's going to be great. So, Maddie, how was your week? Um, It was a very good week, I feel like. Um, Like, I can't I can't think of anything bad that happened Mm -hmm. or terrible, at least. Highlight. Um, I, like, I like that your week is defined by nothing terrible happened. <laughs> nothing usually not terrible things don't happen. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe that's not a good measure. Um, but Justin was back leading worship this week, which made me really pumped. Yeah, and give, that was like give the a little best bit of backstory. Start to the week. Who Justin is for anybody who doesn't know, which likely the majority of our listeners know, but maybe not. Justin goes to our church. Yep. He served in students with us. Mm-hmm. He's awesome, yes. but he got sick with. I believe it's. I don't know how to actually Guillain say Guillain-Barre syndrome. And, and if Lyme. If you know how to say that, I'm sure I'm saying it incorrectly. But and Lyme's disease at yeah. the same time. And so was totally paralyzed for intubated like six months in the hospital. He was in the hospital. Yeah. And so it's been a long recovery, and he's. He's led worship at church a long time before Mm -hmm. that, and so this was the first time he's been back leading worship, and it was the coolest thing I was was totally, like, was. And he crushed it. He did. He did so good. Oh, it was amazing. It was just great. We, like, could not have been a better way to start the week. When I walked, (laughs) when I saw him go up on stage, I was like, this is, I couldn't even contain my excitement and then he sang he led one song and then that was when i just lost it i was pumped just to even see him up there and then when he led the song i just yeah melted so it was great it was really great i actually think i took a picture you did so i should or a video or something i think just a picture maybe we'll post that as a instagram story or something this week yeah with the song that he sang i think he sang Ooh, yeah, my yeah. story which is a song that our mm, church wrote. I don't think that's what he's saying. All right. I'm way up. No, he's saying Holy Ground. <laughs> he's saying Holy Ground, which is, and, which is also, also so good. a song that our church wrote. Yes. So um, we should share that yeah. for sure. Um, maybe the, when we release this or something. Yeah, it was super good. And then 
on the tail end of the week, Theo and I started seeds. Yeah. Um, some of our seeds yesterday, which I am really excited about. Honestly, don't know how it's going to go. Um, <laughs> because last year we did, but we did it all like with, in my head, this should work. Mm-hmm. Because last year we did the jankiest setup. I mean, we used like egg cartons Super jank. and yeah. plastic wrap and toothpicks in the windowsill. I like added an extra shelf because then we got really, I, I got really carried away with starting and I started too many slash like when they're, when two of them sprout, you're supposed to thin them, which means like you throw the smaller one away. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Just like throw away a perfectly fine little baby plant. So I then planted those ones into more. And so it was absurd. But I feel like if that worked, I now have like a fancy, not really actually, it's a basic shop light, LED light, but I have a light and Very a heat fancy. mat. What, so it what should What I remember work. of this last year is at the time we were still in our apartment, apartment which was 800 square feet, one bedroom. Yeah, small. Very small. And it, it had... Really large windows. In one giant window. One, well, on yes. the best side of the yeah. apartment. And I remember coming home from work one day and this like two by ten board, one by ten board was going across the spanning middle. the entire length of the window, which was probably 12 feet, maybe. It's 12. Probably 10 feet. Maybe 10. Yeah. It was big. Anyway. It's great. And plants, seeds, pots everywhere. And over time, that became plants everywhere. And so the very small apartment space that we had (laughs) became increasingly overrun by plants. And I remember being not... You weren't pleased. Not pumped about it. And so this year, as Maddie's starting to talk about, we've we've got to start our seeds. We've got to do all this stuff. I'm like, you can't... Take over the house. Take over the house. Too. Well, it helps you because there's really no good spot in our house. Like... Yes. The apartment had a way this better a spot. Purchase. Our house has like <laughs> no good surface. No, it doesn't. To do that, so which is very annoying to me. I'm I like, how great. is it that our 800 square foot apartment was more well suited for starting seeds? But I'm making it. I'm trying to make it work. But I don't actually know. Like one of the sets of seeds I bought last year, mm-hmm. and I found out this year upon reading the package that I should have used them within six months. <laughs> buying them last year so they may not at all i don't know if they'll work but i figured i just planted all of them i don't think so more of a suggestion i planted them all and we'll see so i mean they're gonna have way too many and i'm gonna need to give away some plants to people again like i did last year or none of them will grow and it's fine yeah it'll be okay so i have enough other ones but good week good how about you my week was it was one of those weeks where I got to the end and was basically saying to myself, where did that week go? Yeah. It was really, really... It was fast. Yeah, it was a very fast week. It was, a, I think, a good week. There was just a lot of different moving parts and pieces that I was trying to keep together in my brain. I don't know. I feel like I was... A you were scatterbrained. Scatterbrained. We're, we've got this church renovation project going on, and so much of my brain capacity i feel like is going toward that Mm -hmm. which is necessary right now but i oftentimes have this tension of like i don't really want to be thinking about construction right now i want to be studying doing other things talking to people or doing whatever but i did i did get to do that some which was which was good yeah but i think i consistently feel this tension of always being like 
are things being done the way they should be? And is or more of not not how I they should be, but more of is when it going to get done in time? Be, when they should. That's be, your yes. biggest concern. The construction guys like, are great. They're doing. An will awesome we job. meet it's, the deadline yes. that you have set? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Feeling and the pressure again. The construction guys—they're great. The guy who's managing everything—he's the best. It's, it's so nice it's having the, the crew doing it. Yeah, it's a so very different experience for us. Yeah, very very different experience. Where I have asked him numerous times, "Hey, when can we get volunteer groups in here?" And he's like, "Well, I've got too many employees." So I'm like, okay, and I just show up almost daily, which is likely annoying. Yeah, it makes me think of all the like HGTV shows where like the. It makes me think of Property Brothers, actually, where the couples come in and then they always <laughs> want to change something. And they're like, you can't come here anymore. Every time you come, you would change something. <laughs> but I will say, it seems as though every time things. I show up, there is a critical decision to be made. Yeah. And it just so happens they're making that decision as I walk in the door. Mm-hmm. So I'm always very thankful that I walk in the door to just give input. And sometimes I get a phone call that says, hey can you come to the church right now? I'm like, okay. And I go to the church. But yeah. all that to say, it was a good week. We got to host Life Group again this week, which we're always thankful for and excited about. And today was a good day with the boys. Um, I get Fridays and Saturdays off with my job. And mm-hmm. so today Friday, was a Sabbath day Yeah, today us. was a Sabbath day. We did a, I would say we did a good job of actually resting. I thought so too. We and didn't work on, granted, I feel like for us working on House projects is restful because you don't do that all week. It's different from what you're doing every day. Um, But it also depends on what the project is because some of the projects are like really frustrating and painful. So it really just depends. (laughs) Like if a project doesn't go well, it's not exactly restful. Then we're just angry. (laughs) But if it goes great, but if it goes great, it feels really good. So, well, speaking of rest and tying that to distraction, which is what we talked about last week. And we're going to keep talking about And we're about, going to keep of. talking about that to an extent this week. Mm-hmm. Because what we found, so we finished recording episode two last week, Ditching mm-hmm. Distraction. And then after that discussion, it seemed like we had so much more. Discussion. We, yeah, we just kept processing through, I think, later that night after we recorded. And I think it was that Yeah, night, just yeah. some really good continued depth. And it seemed like, Maddie, you in particular had there was something that you said toward the end of last episode that ended up being to you like an aha moment very clarifying yeah super clarifying so we're going to continue the distraction conversation to an extent we'll see where it goes but Mm -hmm. what was it that you said toward the end of last week's episode well we were listening to quiet yeah and that was when i was like oh Quiet is what I've been missing. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what I've been desiring, I think is what I said. I've been desiring quiet and peace. But I've been turning to more noise, Mm. basically. Coping with more noise, which is not helpful. It leaves me more tired. Um, But I think what I was struggling with up until that point was... There were there are so many factors going into everything I was feeling that I thought it was all of these other things that were the problem. Mm-hmm. But really, I think it was that I didn't have any time in like peace and quiet and alone mm-hmm. to be able to even think about or process all of the things that were going on, if that yeah. makes sense. So the initial maybe thought was, I feel this 
restlessness or I feel yes. this. Restlessness is a good word. I felt, I feel like I felt frustrated. Yeah. This like, I kept saying, I feel I like have this pent up frustration or like a, I think I described it as, as drowning maybe, or like just trying to keep my head above water of like, I'm just trying to keep up with the next thing that gets put in front of my face yeah. right now, not having the capacity to even like, to even look forward yeah, and think ahead. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I, I would imagine anybody listening to this has likely felt that or maybe feels that on a consistent basis, this frantic pace of keeping up. Just trying to survive. Trying to survive and feeling. Trying to not forget important things. <laughs> trying basically. to keep your kids alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to make sure you respond to text messages from your friends mm-hmm. so you feel like a somewhat decent friend. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different mm-hmm. things that go into that. And it seemed like initially what we were processing through last week, and I think it was helpful, it was the the first thing we identified as a cause or a contributing factor yeah. to the feeling of frenzy, of restlessness, of feeling like we, we can't think clearly mm-hmm. was social media. Yeah. And so the thinking was we're wasting all of this thought, energy, and time Mm-hmm. And the reality was social media was something we were going to, to escape, escape. and distract ourselves yeah. from and whatever we were feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Or dealing or stress or whatever, basically yeah. what we were feeling. Yeah. And the thinking was, okay, if we, if we get rid of social media, then we'll be more present. Then we'll feel like we can think. Mm-hmm. And we found ourselves going yeah. to all these other things. And then as we began processing this, and you specifically last week said, I just, that what you said earlier of this, I actually needed quiet and I kept going to noise and that, that I needed quiet mm-hmm. was, was so like revolutionary, I mm-hmm. think, for just our, our thought process. So talk just a little bit about the past week of conversation like, I think that we've had about we need quiet. Yeah. I mean, it's been very good to process through because I, I felt annoyed at myself because I was feeling this way because every, like in, in terms of what I'm doing every day, I'm home with my kids. It's what I've wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like we're here. I, in my head, I'm like, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Like this is good. Like what I'm doing is good. Yeah. I'm doing what I always dreamed. I'm doing what I always (laughs) dreamed of doing. So why am I feeling this way? Like, why do I feel so frustrated and like worn out and exhausted and grumpy and, and feeling like I'm almost, I got to this point where in my brain, I was not feeling resentful towards my kids, but feeling like, oh my gosh, I just need some space, dude. Like I need some space. And I don't want to feel that way towards my kid. Like, I love him. I like spending time with him. But I also felt like, wow, I need a minute. And part of this, definitely, I did realize this week, kind of started when our oldest stopped napping. Mm -hmm. So I think that was a big part of, I was very used to, Theo and Liam would nap at the same time every day. And I would get like two, sometimes three hours of to myself. 
to do what I needed. And that in my brain, knowing I had that coming, I could then be pretty present with them and focused on what I needed to do with them or around the house because I knew, hey, come one o'clock, I'm going to get my time to think about all the various things running through my brain. Like I'm going to have the time to process these things and do something that helps me feel rested. I don't know. Like I, I knew that was coming, but then he stopped napping and all of a sudden it was like from the moment we are up in the morning until we are going to bed. It is a constant stream of me needing to do something for someone else. Yeah. And I didn't realize how much that was wearing on me yeah. until, I guess, last week. Yeah. I mean, I knew I was tired, but I, I don't know. It just didn't register really what was going on and why. Yeah. And what's interesting about that, too, is we've been in a good pattern of... Getting up in the morning and reading. Yeah. good Getting up and reading. And so I think what's typically thought is as long as I get that... 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, however much time, mm-hmm. I'm good. But what I think was consistent with us was it was a oftentimes distracted reading. Like Theo would wake up or Liam Early. would wake yeah. up five minutes after you started reading, 10 minutes after you started right. reading. And you, while well, you, you got a few minutes. Which is better than nothing. Yes, absolutely. Please don't hear. But. If, if five minutes is all you can get, that that's a, that's a bad thing. But for this, I guess the symptoms of what you were experiencing and what that lack of just peace yeah. and silence was doing to that. you. Yeah, something needed well, to Well, and I mean, it would be, I'd get my five minutes, but Thomas is on in the background. So, I mean, I'm, <laughs> yeah. it was just hard you to even focus. Thomas the Train doesn't help you. Focus feel. on what I'm reading? Yeah. Not quite. It's shocking. Or bubble guppies. Yeah. Or any other. Crazy. Show. What a concept. It's hard to multitask. <laughs> what? Yeah. But that, yeah. what you'd said about, I think that's just so big about, I have all of these blessings. Mm-hmm. I have all of these things that I dreamed I'd want to do. Um, you know, your mom, we have our home. Like, these are good, incredible blessings from God. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel the way that like I feel? This. And what then do we do with that? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so we spent, I think it was maybe the night after we recorded that, I mean, it was a while just talking about, okay, you're feeling that. And the the desire has been to, to find quiet, but not being able to, in with the schedule, which is the reality of our season of life, find the quiet. Right. So it got to the point of, well, what do we do? Yeah. We can't keep going on how we're Especially going. Especially feeling like we're heading into a church plant. So feeling like it's just going to get a little bit more crazy probably (laughs) and feeling like I'm struggling now. So how am I going to make it through this? We don't (laughs) figure this thing out because I'm about to lose my mind. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because if you think about it, you're always serving. You're always serving. You wake up and you have those five minutes and then it's Liam. We hear Liam upstairs. He comes downstairs. You take care of him. Then it's, we got to make breakfast for the boys. And then it's, you're keeping the boys entertained and alive for the day. And you're doing school with Theo and you're cooking lunch. And then I'm coming home and I'm, I'm able to play with the boys and do all that, which is great. But 
there's just this constant. I'm cooking dinner. Yeah. When you're constant playing. pace of, yeah. of pouring out without what really needed um, being filled back up and poured in. So mm-hmm. just, I guess from that, we basically said, okay, we need to make shifts. We've got to ruthlessly work mm-hmm. to get you to a place where you can have quiet mm-hmm. and where I can have quiet too. I need it too. Both of us. Yeah. Cause honestly, Paul and I, we, for a long time, we've read at the same time. Yeah. I'm the worst to him. I mean, I feel. I'll admit it. It gets, it, it gets annoying. drives him crazy. And yeah. I try really hard. I mean, I've, I have been crazy. trying. <laughs> I try so hard to save my thing, my thoughts and my questions yeah. for when he's done. But also. It's so what will happen is I'm, I'm reading. And I'm like, okay, I have coffee. It's, it's early. It's yeah. dark. And Paul's also very slow to like his. He doesn't wake up quickly. And yeah. I am like, I wake up and I am like. A million, I'm thinking a million miles a minute, and Paul is not that way. No, no, no. no. I'm just trying to keep my eyelids open. <laughs> and Maddie is over there on, next to me on the couch, and she'll read one word, and she'll be like, oh, oh, oh. Like, and she'll read another four words. Oh, and I can't, even if you don't say anything, it's not like I can just ignore that. I feel this <laughs> obligation deep within my soul to say, What? <laughs> What did you read? Even though I know it's going to turn into this 20-minute thing, which is great. Like, you have such good insights, but it's painful. But Paul doesn't get his time. No, I I don't. And And I do have the luxury and the blessing of my job is to study and teach. So I I get time, but it's just different. It's It's, different when you're you're studying for a sermon than when you're studying for yourself. And those two things can never be the same. No. I need personal and I need... Work I mean, minute. Work. It's separate. Yeah, it's separate. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm bad at that. So then Paul really doesn't get his quiet time in before his day starts. And your day is chaotic too, obviously. Yeah, so we both needed more than what yeah. we were what we were getting. And it basically came down to doing. okay, well, how do we do what we need to do in order for both of us to get the quiet time that we need to? Because the reality is when God created us, he created us for unity with him. Sin disrupts and destroys that unity with him. Mm-hmm. We're, we're cut off. We're separated. But when we're reborn, we're given new life through Christ. We, we've we been united with him. That's mm-hmm. a reality. But we also need to, to come to him and be close to him. And when we see Jesus in the Gospels, I mean, time and time again, he goes to the Father. He goes to a secluded place. He goes to a quiet place. Mm-hmm. He goes where he's alone, where there's peace, where there's silence. And he can hear and he can speak to the Lord and he can do the Lord's will because mm-hmm. he's united in this right. spiritually intimate reality. And I mean, Jesus was constantly serving. I mean, he was always pouring himself out and yet mm-hmm. he made it a absolute priority to be alone with God in prayer. Right. I think it's um, Matthew 14 after he feeds the 5,000. Mm-hmm. And I don't have it in front of me right now, but when he feeds he the five. The, yeah. yeah. And he sends the disciples off and he goes to a quiet place. Mm-hmm. And you have to imagine how exhausted he is after a day. I mean, it's not like they had cars that they were, you know, traveling quickly from place to place. He didn't well, have all of these luxuries that we have today. Yeah. And it makes me think of the chosen that one episode oh, where yeah. he literally it like yeah. can hardly walk going yeah. back to where he's sleeping. Like yeah. he's been just healing people all day all day. Yeah. On his feet. Yeah. 
And so, so if, he's exhausted. Je- if Jesus needed time with God, quiet, intentional, mm-hmm. focused time with God, how ridiculous is it for us to think we can survive without, without quiet individual time right. with God? So all that being said, we've tried to, though imperfectly, very imperfectly, very, imperfectly, very I don't know if you can hear that lovely train in the background, but anyway, very imperfectly <laughs> make some shifts. And so yeah. that's been, that's been much of this week as well yeah. is trying to, okay, what do we need to do? Like, what do I need to do as a husband to like, the word says that I need to lay my life down for you just mm-hmm. as Jesus laid down his life for the church. And I think sometimes when we read that, we think, what in the world does that mean? I, I can't go die on a cross like Jesus did. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the ways we can do that is being willing to do the extreme mm-hmm. for your spiritual health, for your emotional health, for your mental health. I mean, I mean everything, mm-hmm. primarily your spiritual health, but all of those other things matter as well. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, well, I, I personally... It's up to me as a husband to do whatever it takes. And that means I have to wake up at 5.15, which is the worst. You're not a morning person. I hate it. But if I wake up that early. This is like the ultimate sacrifice from Paul to yeah, me. It really, it really is. is. He's not a morning person. <laughs> but if I, if I do that, I get the personal quiet time that I need. Mm-hmm. And then that allows you to have the personal time you need because our morning schedule has changed. Yeah. And maybe... Talking through that would be helpful. I don't know. Maybe not. Through our morning schedule? Yeah. I don't know. Sure. Um, and this is where the listeners disappear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, our new morning schedules. Mm-hmm. Will you wake up at 5.15-ish? Yep. It's the worst. You set three alarms. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I hear them. Sometimes I don't. Yep. It's great when I don't. And then I... I get up at six. So you've got like 40 minutes to brew coffee, sit and drink coffee and read in peace and quiet and wake up. Yeah. Because then I come down. I get my coffee. Well, I usually unload the dishwasher, if I'm being honest. Because that helps me set me up for a better day. Mm -hmm. Because then our dirty dishes can go in and it's not this pile up. That's like a whole separate thing that's very helpful to me. Then I get my coffee. And I sit down and I start reading and you're still present. You're still reading. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm able to actually like talk to you a little bit. Yeah. I'm far I'm less reading. annoyed because yeah. I've actually had my time and you're awake and I'm awake. Your brain is I've had awake. three to four cups of coffee at that point. Feeling much better. Yes. And suddenly I was awake. Um, <laughs> so that's good. And then Liam usually wakes up by six thirty, six forty five. 45. Every mm-hmm. once in a while he sleeps until, Seven or seven fifteen. Theo used to was waking up really early, but we finally got him to stay in his bed until the light turns green again. Yes, which has been great. Praise, so good. Um, so I read until then. Then the ideal is that I go up to the third floor mm-hmm. and am alone for a good bit while the boys eat breakfast with you, basically. Yeah, and watch their show or whatever. Yeah. Because part of there's the there's the time in the word refreshment and then there's the 
part of your refreshing is creating. Yeah. And so as we were talking through that, realizing Maddie needs that. You need that time to create with your hands, to be creative, to think, to process. Yeah. And so we had to think, okay, what is the, what's the one time in our day where we can steal an hour? Yeah. Essentially. And that was, that was in it. In the morning. That was it. Yeah, that was because it. the boys are pretty entertained yeah. with, they each get to watch a show. It's the only time that Liam will not Dad scream. When I'm away. Gone. Yes. Honestly. <laughs> And really then he, makes me feel good as a he re- he does like he ends up coming up and finding me every every time we've done it he ends up up here yeah all of a sudden I just hear him bopping up the stairs <laughs> I'm like hello yeah <laughs> which he honestly does pretty good he just goes into the little cave room and plays with his yeah. little trains for the most part so it's fine but yeah, yeah. it definitely has helped like any day that we've done it it has helped me then I feel like be able to actually yeah be present with our kids. And it's been very good. And as our kids get older, um, as our schedules change, I'm sure we're going to have to adjust that just one example of a schedule. And again, we're not, we're not doing that perfectly. Um, if yeah, we're not doing that perfectly, but I think the heart of both of us, we need to do whatever we can and be as extreme as we can in order to prioritize peace and mm-hmm. quiet like we need to do that because without it we're not gonna serve each other well mm-hmm. and we're not and we're gonna neglect the blessings that god's given us we'll say to one other big like barrier that i did set up i was talking last week about boundaries and stuff with yeah. my phone and with social media and stuff like that is um i don't get on until after 10 a.m which mm-hmm. honestly, if I make it to 10 a.m., I usually make it a lot later than that because I'm busy with the boys by 10 a.m. So yeah. I don't even have a moment. But if I get on it in the morning before our day has begun, yeah. I find myself going back to it a lot more. And that is still, it is a distraction for me. It's not like, I don't know, it just can be distracting. And and then it takes away from me being present as well. Yeah. So I have had to be still very intentional around my phone and in use times, but Mm -hmm. I think it goes into that. um, I don't know. I think about just what we're putting the input output. Do you remember when we read last year, that book rhythms of rest Mm -hmm. and she talked a lot about the input versus the output. Yeah. And so trying to, what do I want my day to be? What do I want to output throughout the day? Then I need to be, paying attention to what my input is in in the morning first thing. Yeah. So starting with that quiet and reading, but if I if I start my day there, mm-hmm. it just spirals into kind of almost like distraction and hurriedness and then yeah. because then I'll even like lose track of time and then I feel like we're behind on what we should be doing and so it's just not yeah. I don't know if that makes sense but Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then, too, um, we were talking earlier about all of this and about, I think, there's, like, the world culture as a whole where, like, self-help is a big thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's very – which I think, to an extent, it's good, like, because people 
You need to address your feelings and your mo and your mental health. Like that's very important. It can go to an extreme, I think. Um, But then I think in the Christian realm, it can go to the opposite of extreme Mm. of like both worlds can be polar. Yeah. Extreme. Yes. Mm -hmm. In terms of like, well, if you have Jesus, you shouldn't, there's like this level of almost like, um, sorry, I keep saying like, it's okay. Processing processing. as as I go. And it just, I'm sorry. Um, I've, we also talked about that because in school you would like get graded and they would count how many times you said it. So you trained yourself to not, but I haven't been in school for so long that yeah. I've fallen back into old patterns. Um, it is okay. It is okay. You know what you have been doing better? Not hitting the microphone. Uh-huh. Thank you. I think there was only once so far that I've counted. You're counting? I'm grading you. You're yep. great. Absolutely. Teacher Paul. Mm-hmm. Back to what I was saying though. <laughs> um <laughs> It can go to the other extreme of almost like this praising for being so sacrificial that you don't mm. need to take care of yourself or like you're you forget, is- you're forgetting to take care of yourself because you are so sacrificing. You're saying like, this is true. It could be true in the, the yes, Christian I think it world could go to the opposite culture. extreme where like, okay. cause we're, we're called to die to self yeah. to serve. And that's important. But then yeah. I was so good cause I was reading a book last night called, which is hilarious, um, Help, I'm Married to My Pastor. Sorry. I know, it's a rough life. <laughs> um, but she was talking about, specifically with mental health and yeah. and how demanding like your job is, and it can be for you or whatever. But I think it was just applicable to anyone where it talked about, it, it, it brought up um, that we're called to die to self, but she said... She had heard a psychologist say, let your ministry be strategic dying. Um, And then he said, basically, I'll quote it here. He encouraged us to ask ourselves, how can I accomplish the most by minimizing what's killing me and maximizing productivity for him? Because there is a difference between killing yourself and dying to self. Mm. Um, Yeah. And so I think it's just important. I think anyone can probably relate to there's this level, especially as a parent of you do sacrifice. I mean, your whole life changes and it. Your life is no longer like it's not just you anymore. You're taking you have to keep kids alive um, Mm -hmm. and you want them to thrive and you want them to have the best life. So you do sacrifice a lot and it's, you should be sacrificing. I mean, you brought your yeah. kid into the world and they don't owe you anything for that. Yeah. Um, you owe them everything. You owe them everything. Yeah. Um, but the same time, you can't pour out if you're not yeah. filling up on like the living water. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So. That's really good. That's really good. I wish I could remember that phrase again. What was it? You have to die to self, but you can't. Oh, um, there's a difference between killing yourself and dying to yes. self. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when it comes to this whole distraction thing, mm-hmm. the self desires unplugging mentally. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I believe it's just a natural impulse to if i'm watching tv i don't have to think yeah. i don't have to face the things that are stressing me out 
if I'm scrolling through my phone, yeah. I don't have to face the things that I should be taking care of. Mm-hmm. I can just push them you off. Just avoid I can, it. I can avoid it. I can procrastinate. Procrastinate. Absolutely. And and just numb, numb what you're feeling, yes. basically. Yeah. We can ignore it, hope hope that it goes away, or that magically things are going to get better, or that our the season will go away. I know that's often language yeah. that we'll use. It was just mm-hmm. a season. I think I remember, maybe it was a guy by the name of Brian Broyles. It was Brian. He did he, the margins. Yeah, he, he would say, if, um, if, a se- if a season is longer than X amount of months, it's, it's it not a season, it's, it's a lifestyle. A yeah. And I think so often... We just blame seasons or whatever it may be. But when we think about dying to self, dying to self is actually being disciplined Mm -hmm. because discipline is hard. It's hard to get up. It's hard to put down the phone or to turn off the TV or to Mm -hmm. discipline our kids. I was about to say that. It's hard. It's easier to be a lazy parent. So much easier to be a lazy parent. And that's... That is, I've said this a few times, that's neglecting the blessing that God has given us in our children. It's neglecting the blessing that God has given us in the skill sets and the, Just whatever he's laid in front of us. Anything that he's laid in front of us, the people that he's placed around us. I mean, so many things mm-hmm. that if we're not dying to self in discipline, then we're missing out mm-hmm. and we're not experiencing what God is doing all around us, what God is doing through us and all that we just said. Right. That's really good. Mm-hmm. That well, makes you wanna I, get up even earlier. That makes huh? me want to wake up at four forty-five and only set four forty-five, four fifty-nine instead of five. <laughs> Just get up when your first alarm goes off. Yeah, get off. up on my. But really, it it there. While you know, joking slightly, like that's a. It really is because self-discipline and spiritual disciplines. We could do an episode on that at some mm-hmm. point. But spiritual disciplines, they. I mean, they, they matter mm-hmm. because it, they wake they, us up to I what God's doing and allow us to. they start before it feels like something you want to do. Mm. Yeah. A lot of them anyway. Like Absolutely. spending time reading. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that took, this has been, we're what, six years in? Mm-hmm. And I like, I don't think I looked forward to reading until maybe the last couple years. Yeah. It was hard to make myself do it. Right. Absolutely. And then to do it for extended periods of time, more than like, all right, I read a few verses. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, just realized we're like 40 minutes in oh. at this point. Whoops. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Let's go play some sequence. Yeah. We got a sequence date after this um, with each other. It's a yes. game. Board game sequence Mm -hmm. i will have you know i have been crushing it lately so just throwing it out there which is not like you to win at board games that's very true i'm typically terrible at board games card games which this is both both together yep it's cards and a board also true i don't understand so let's end in some worship yes i think it's been a good pattern we've got a couple of a couple of songs Mm -hmm. um do you want to do mine first or yours um, you can start with yours. Start we did mine, mine first, I think, the past two weeks, so. So, last week, we introduced a guy named Jervis Campbell. 
He's and back. this week he is back because he's so he good. Really good. I'm not kidding. Every song, I love them all. Yeah. So sorry, I'm trying to get my uh, music up. My music up. We'll blame the hour. It's a bedtime. But that had to be a fast game of sequence. Shouldn't take me long to crush. <laughs> Better watch it. Right. Jervis Campbell, Eden. You're the bones in the summer body. You're the fire that fills my lungs. You're the reason I'm still standing. You're the strength to carry on. And I want to know you like you were eating. Like it's only that's a good one it's so good <laughs> so good <laughs> reminder you can find all the songs that we talk about on the podcast on the our labors of love spotify playlist worship playlist worship oh we should playlist. maybe we can can we make one on app is that a thing if you don't have the apple I don't know. I don't know either. Might be able to make a YouTube playlist. Yeah, maybe. To be determined. All maybe. right. Up next is Maddie. Oh yeah, mine's um I will carry you by Ellie Holcomb. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> All that anxiety that rules your mind. I'll be your shield. Don't feel like you got strength enough to fight. I'll stand by your side. Was there more you wanted to say about that one? I, I totally cut you it. off. You did oh cut yeah, me off. I, mean, um, I just think it ties into last week's and what we've been talking about both weeks. But um, thinking a lot about that, it's not on us. Like our burdens, like that, we get to lay our burdens on Christ mm-hmm. and rest in Him, and so coming to Him for our rest. Yeah. Um, just very good. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I hope this likely too long conversation <laughs> was helpful, and I think we've all likely felt that God is so good, and there's so many blessings, why do I feel this way? And maybe it's different for you, but I think for us it's, we need quiet with Him. We need to be connected to the vine, because we're going to wither and die without it. Yep. And... Um, so be relentless in carving out that time. Husbands, um, step up and start talking to your spouse. That was something for me. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy for me to check out and nod and answer in my head. And it wasn't until really asking questions and listening that I realized while Maddie was reading and going through all the things they should be, she should be doing. 
that wasn't enough to help her feel rested, uh, to help her feel connected and stable. And that was on me to step up and say, okay, I'll get over myself and wake up at five if that's what it takes. So to the husbands, um, we have a real opportunity to do as the scripture tells us to do. Anything else from you, Maddie? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not doing it perfectly. Please hear that. No, but I think it was just even the step. It was your idea to have me go up by myself. So I just appreciate you listening and hearing where I am. You're welcome. Thank you. That was good. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening. And we will be back next week for episode four. Mm -hmm. All right. Bye. Bye.